This episode was sponsored by Quests for Authenticity, the first and only coaching program that uses D&D to help people become just as confident in real life as their characters are at the table. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Starting at level two, once you level up, which usually happens very quickly. Um, yeah, this is where it gets really crazy. You get key, uh, yes. which key is a little bit interesting because it's not magic, but I feel like they're borderline magic. Is there a term in D&D for like the the expended points that you can use because fighters get them, monks get them? Is there an overarching term for what that effect or that thing is? Yeah, or is it I'm, just you just call it what it is for each class? I, I typically call it just an expendable resource um, okay. just to make it really easy. Um, the In D&D Beyond, if you look at a sheet, it'll say limited use. But um, everything from the Battlemaster's um, superiority die to key points to uh, sorcery points, whatever else there might be out there, it's just a, a expendable resource. And so it's limited. Uh, so D&D Beyond just kind of calls it a limited use thing. Um, but that's honestly not that different than just spell slots, if you really think about it. And so this is them trying to kind of keep things in pace and keep things even. Mm -hmm. So why don't you, I understand key, but I don't understand key. So why don't you give us the lowdown on exactly how key works, both kind of in the game, um, narrative wise, as well as mechanically when you're using it as a player. Yeah, of course. So um, breakdown-wise, key points are the expendable resource that you get as a monk, and almost everything that we're going to talk about after this flows from the use of those key points. There are some exceptions, but this is really where it, it kind of gets to the, the core of the character. And so basically on the chart, the very beginning, you can see it right there on page 77 in the player's handbook, um, is where you know how many points of key that you have, and you can spend them to do a bunch of different kinds of things. Um, and right off the bat, you get three kind of additional moves, flurry of blows, patient defense, and step of the wind. Um, and you can get your key points back after a short or a long rest. Uh, and it does stipulate that usually a short rest is an hour, right? So you have to spend 30 minutes of that rest meditating to regain your key points. So it's like recentering your focus and drawing that, uh, that energy back forth. Uh, and um, so the, the th three things here, uh, initially, Floria blows. What it does is that when you go to make that bonus action attack, the unarmed attack, you can spend a key point. And it's two unarmed attacks instead of just one. Um, the only kind of uh, prerequisite there is it has to be immediately after you take the attack action on your turn. So you can't do those first and then do the attack action. Um, it does say immediately, but I am pretty sure that um, you can move in between, like say making your attack move mm -hmm. and then do your bonus action of flurry of blows. Uh, I think I've seen that clarification someplace, but um, but it does say that it has to happen after the attack, not before. So, so you could get three attacks starting at level two. Level two. Yep. 
And now there, it's limited, of course, uh, not only by the number of bonus actions you get, but uh, you only have two key points. So you could do it twice. So that's kind yeah, of Yeah, we actually didn't talk about that. So the number of key points that you get is basically equal to your monk level. So mm -hmm. essentially, it's just a one for one for your character level, unless you're multi-classing. And that's where that distinction of monk level comes in, that if you're multi-classing and you only have three levels of monk and one level of something else, you don't get four key points because you're a level four character. You right. get three because you're a level three monk. So yeah, exactly. And in, in that way, it's really simple, which is kind of nice. Um, and all of these things that come initially with your key points all let you do something different with your bonus action, which is kind of nice because there's a lot of characters and character builds that just bonus actions never really come into the picture or only rarely under special circumstances. Monks always have something they can do with their bonus action, kind of like rogues. Uh, the other thing they can do is patient defense. You can spend a key point and you can take the dodge action as a bonus action instead of a, a uh, full action. Uh, and dodge your enemy's disadvantage on their attack, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, which is a great action that a lot of people don't realize is there or don't often use. And it can be really, really great especially when you're fighting defensively and just trying to buy time while someone else says something uh, that's going to you know, turn the tide of battle. Um, and then the other one is Step of the Wind, which lets you spend a key point and as a bonus action, either disengage, which is what you can do to get away out of melee combat without invoking an opportunity attack, or dash, where you can basically use your uh, all your movement one more time. Which uh, that so. gets crazy, which we'll get into it as we start talking about leveling up higher, but that that feature mm -hmm. can become insane Broken. at higher levels. Right, this is this is where the, the uh, flash uh, kind of gets into play. Um, also, interestingly enough, when you take a step of the wind, your jumping distance is doubled for that turn. Uh, so yeah, and it doesn't say vertical Hi or horizontal. Oh, I was just going to ask that. Wow. It just says That would be double. huge for your vertical jump, man. It is. And what's, and what's great though, is this very crouching tiger head and dragon where they're just like, they're jumping and they're like, kind of like stepping, you know, step of the wind and landing on top of an eight foot tall bamboo pole. And you're like, okay, cool. So that's kind of that there. Now, remember jump is a function of your strength score and yeah. there's a lot of monks that just ignore that yeah, they just so go straight for decks this is kind of a nice way to get around that now the other cool thing you get and this is what you were alluding to at second level is the unarmored movement that your speed increases by 10 while you're not wearing armor or wielding a shield which of That's course so you won't be yes this That's bonus so increases when you reach <gasps> other monk levels and so uh for example uh give it, us the it, highest level what what's what what can we aspire towards at level 18 it caps out an additional 30 feet so you can have 60 feet of if you're a human you could have 60 feet of movement right and if you're a wood elf you could have 70. No, and then if you dash 65. on your turn yeah you could have 65 and then if you dash on your turn have, have 130 feet 130 of in one in six sec in six seconds yeah Let's not even talk about the mobile feet um, <laughs> or the new rabbit class from uh, from the. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, listen, I've seen the builds. They're ridiculous. <laughs> and then my favorite thing is at ninth level with unarmed movement, unarmored movement, you also can run along vertical surfaces and liquids on your turn without falling during the move. You can run across water. 
you could just be a pirate without a ship and run across the ocean or along the wall. It's is very Neo from the Matrix, right? So that's where it gets really just buck wild. Where you're all okay, fine. That's that's all fine. You're gonna run across the you're gonna run to the top of the the hundred foot tower. Of course you are. Go ahead. Just that's fine. Go ahead. Now remember, you can spend one key point so you can use your movement. Spend a key point and dash as a bonus action. Oh, but what about your action? I choose to dash. That's three full movements in six seconds. That, mm, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As, as a person who loves knowing the rules just to like do thought experiments of like ridiculous things, the monk is probably one of the more, my most favorite things to do. And let's not even talk about if you take two levels of fighter and, you know, choose to take action surge. So let's not talk um, about that yet. We'll, we'll save this no, yeah. at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's at level. Okay. So yeah, that's at level two. Your monk gets key points. Uh, can you spend as many key points as you want in a turn or can you only spend one at a time? Um, you can spend as many as you want as long as you have them. Um, okay. I'm double checking. I mean, you don't have a lot at level two, but if you mm -hmm. wanted to spend both of them in one turn, I didn't know if that was allowed. Yep, exactly. And then, um, yeah, so that's level two, which is a lot of stuff at level two. Like, it's kind of a lot of Especially fun. Especially with how quickly, because what is level two? 300 XP? Or something, something. so, it's very minimal. Yeah, and even for like little that. squishy new explorers, they can usually reach that very, very quickly. Thanks so much for watching this week, guys. This episode was brought to you by Quest for Authenticity, the first and only coaching program that uses D&D &D to help you become just as confident in real life as your D&D &D character is at the game table. If you're curious how you would measure up to your character, head over to www.questsforauthenticity.com to take a free quiz and find out. New episodes of the Compendium are published twice a week. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow along so that you're the first to know every time new content gets pushed out. Also, if you are enjoying this resource that Jason and I have put together and it is helping you spend less time having to learn the rules of D&D &D so that you can spend your free time actually getting to play, consider supporting us on Patreon. All of this work that we do comes out of pocket and out of our free times. And so Patreon is a great way to help support the costs that go into actually producing this content that we provide for you guys at no charge. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you guys next time.